love this quote by Richard Raw, another author that is onto it. Look, you can Google Richard Raw and you'll find haters and you'll find lovers and you'll find mostly people who've never heard of him before or are indifferent and are off doing their own realities, right? Um, you'll find what you're looking for because you'll create it. So this works for me for Richard Raw's work and it may resonate with you. Raw says, God is always bigger than the boxes we build for God. So we should not waste too much time protecting the boxes. I put my hands up. I've done it, maybe not in outward action, but certainly in beliefs. I have created boxes for God and been so busy praising and protecting and investing and reinforcing the boxes. <laughs> uh, it's madness. All right. I'll read it one more time. I love it. God is always bigger than the boxes we build for God. So we should not waste too much time protecting the boxes. I've seen way too much religion define itself on difference and what makes it separate and unique and defend that instead of what unites it. Human and being. Get back to the being. Tolly says, um, this is Eckhart Tolly, another massive, um, I guess, point and counterpoint. Uh, Tolly has put into words some of the insights that I've had, and I'm very grateful for that. So this, for all the literature, and those of you who don't want to research and study, this is the best explanation I have at this point in time of ego because I will talk about ego more Tolly puts it this way whenever you feel inferior or superior to another human being that is the ego one more time whenever you feel inferior or superior to another human being That is the ego. And as far as I can discern now, the ego is not who you are. That is the false idea you have created of who you are. That is a thought system that you are using. It is an outdated operating system. You are using 2022 for this year technology with an operating system that was designed in the 1900s before we even had operating systems, right? Drop it. If you feel inferior or superior, if you feel afraid or weak or powerful and controlling, check yourself, right? Because that is not who you are. We were created equal, right? And then we created the idea that we weren't. (laughs) And we keep pouring, pouring energy into that idea that we're not equal. We are, right? We are, particularly in the world of the formless, right? In form, we're different. And in form... If you pay attention to the differences, eventually you're going to forget that we are also the same. So, you know, it's be gentle with yourselves with this one as well. Be kind to yourself. Uh, most of the systems that most human beings are born into quickly drive us to pay attention and to recognize or punish difference. Think about your schooling, you know, as soon as you are put into a system, we denote different values based on 
the letters of the alphabet, right? A, B, C, D grades, right? Or ribbons or gold, silver, bronze, medals, right? We create hierarchies that are useful to look at difference and are absolutely destructive if they don't transcend difference and find what joins us together, shared humanity, right? So be gentle. If, you, if you've ever gone into a, a corporate role, right, it's all about ranking and prioritizing and categorizing and labeling and analyzing and pulling apart and, and paying attention to the differences in order to denote inferiority or superiority. I mean, goodness me, the color on a spreadsheet can conjure some of the most painful emotions. If it's green, hair, woohoo. If it's red, woohoo, oh no right and black oh goodness me they're just colors right when did we attach so much power to things instead of to what was creating right so anytime you feel inferior or superior uh, that's a heck of a wake-up call to realize you are operating on an idea of who you are that is fragile right and will not stand the test of time and truth I promise you that uh, every human being that I endeavor to connect with now, I do not look at them as if they have a problem. I'm the one that would be creating a problem or the illusion of it in another person. I know who they are. I know what they're capable of right? without even talking to them. There is no superiority and there is no inferiority. There is no one higher than you. There is no one lower than you. Unless you want to keep pouring energy into that thought system. And that thought system is not truth it's just one way of seeing the world all right mass consensus is not the truth all right if you're still here gee whiz this feels like a long one but hey i've only got a little bit more to share uh for today before i go so i've talked about schools right um even the physical size of parents versus kids at a very young age we learn inferiority because something that appears to be bigger and more powerful than us in the form of flesh and bones and movement um, can hurt our bodies right an adult can abuse its position of power over a child on the physical plane and if that is all there is we suffer right but there is nowhere near the limitations of just the physical plane go beyond it right a child is as powerful as you are in fact often a child will be more powerful because they have not learnt to operate within the boundaries of thought systems that they think are true right they're still open to being led by the spirit of discovery and creation instead of the illusion of form and permanence right you don't have to look much further than the death of the body to know that this is one big creation game. Right. And anything you feel like is going to withstand the test of time, you're kidding yourself. Right. No one is more powerful or higher than you. I've said that. And no one is less than or no one is lacking in any way. If you think someone is less than or lacking or unworthy, Man, that, that is a painful thought to hold. Don't mistake difference for less than. Right? Difference in the outside is something to be celebrated because it's another incredible articulation of creation. Right? Good and bad are such 
<laughs> Such funny mass consensus things. Mm, the creations, right? There's a guy, um, George Pransky as well. I love using his quote. Uh, he said, the, one of the greatest gifts that anyone can ever have is to get over themselves. <laughs> That's a cracker. So wise. Uh, I When I was researching for uh, some work I was going to do on self-awareness, uh, I've got this cool stat. The stat will be proved incorrect or wrong, or like I said, if you want to find a counterpoint to this statistic, you can. In fact, just go and create one and commission some research to prove your point. Um, that's how powerful creation is. Anyway, for now, this is the self-awareness stat that I found, right? While 95% of people believe they're self-aware, in reality, just 10 to 15% actually are, according to a five-year research project by organizational psychologist, Tasha Urich. 95% of people believe they're self-aware, and in reality, just 10 to 15% actually are. Now, I have no idea how they measure that. And I am not going to lay claim to be one of those 10 to 15% because I realize I know nothing. Right? I create everything, but I know nothing. So I got that and I thought, that's very interesting. One thing that appears to be true for me and that came to me as an insight over the past 12 months was that at least as far as I can tell the reason this game is rigged about self-awareness is because true self-awareness for me is to be aware that there is no self and I think that that's why this study resonates for people because if you have had a boss or a manager or a a lover or a partner or anyone in your life that has operated on the premise of themselves. We talk about being selfish or self-centered, narcissists, whatever you want to use to isolate people in that way. It's done innocently. If we all operate on the idea that we are an island and that we are just self, of course there will be loneliness in this world. Right? And there's so much of that at the moment, so much loneliness, so many people believing self. So self-awareness for me is not how much more can you know about you. All right. Self-awareness for me is how can you remember that you aren't just you? Because if I am in and with you, I don't want to hurt you. All right? Why would I want to hurt you if I'm a part of you? I'd be hurting myself. Right? And why would you want to hurt me? if I am part of who you are. It doesn't make any sense. Self only makes sense in the smallness of our egos and then we attack or defend to try and protect the idea that we aren't connected. We're trying to defend our creations again. (laughs) Self-awareness. Of course, there are individual articulations out there of things and ideas and concepts. Again, the best way that I've heard recently of describing what I'm trying to get across is Tolly says to describe this 
non-dualistic understanding, we can now measure individual rays of light. I don't know what the instrument is used. The scientists can write in or message me and tell me what, what we use to detect and, and measure and observe individual rays of light, particularly from the sun. But if you were to trace that single ray of light back to the source, at what point does that ray of light cease to be an individual ray of light and become the sun? And you'll find out that there was no separation ever. Even though it looks like that at the pointy end and the narrow view of perception. It's awesome. There's a one last quote that helps me or has helped me in the past. Um, and I'll have to come back and, and refer to the author of it. I think it's by a gentleman called Chardin. Where he says, we are not human beings having a spiritual experience we are spiritual beings having a human experience and that's been shared a lot and some people get it some people don't okay i've heard a few builds on that and i, I love the build on this which is we are not eight billion human ex human beings having a spiritual experience we are one spiritual being having eight billion human experiences. I love it. It's good. So this is it. And last bit of advice on, uh, on the ego. When you see it, when you see this false self that you've created and that I created, don't attack it, right? Um, don't fall back into using the same separating means that the ego creates, right? Don't try and get rid of it. If you, if you try and use attack or isolation or denial or suppression toward your ego, you're feeding it with the same stuff that it's creating, right? Just love it, right? I don't mean indulge it and go, go and live from a place of ego, my prayer for you today is that you recognize that the ego cannot survive in the presence of light and love. So love it and really, really love it and it will fade, right? Because what is false cannot be held up to what is true. Temporarily, you might obscure the truth, but you will never, ever overcome it because the truth cannot be overcome. Love yourself when you see that you are operating from a space of ego or false creation. And the miracles will happen, guaranteed. Yeah. Then you'll figure out who you really are. Yeah. You are the creator, right? You are not the net sum of your creations, your assets, your experiences, your memories. Right? That's not who you are, the net sum of your bodily functions or your mental faculties or your caring heart, right? That's not who you are. <laughs> you are the creator, right? One thing is finite. My body is finite, right? The other is infinite. The animating presence that allows me to be doing this and creating this right now is closer to who I really am. And I pray you see that in yourself as well.
So I extend you this one question. What do you believe you are truly capable of? And why have you made that box so small? I love you. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening and sharing this space with me. I really, really hope this has served you well and it continues to do so for years to come. I love helping others. So if you would like to experience the power of creating together, please reach out to me. I'm here to help. And if you want to be on the podcast and leave a legacy, check out the contact details on my website, lyndonrochford.com, or you can find me on Facebook. I'd love to hear your story before I go. Wishing you so much love from the inside out. I'll see you soon.